The New King James Version, the Word and Life Study Bible. Job chapter 1. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright, and one who feared God and shunned evil. And seven sons and three daughters were born to him. Also his possessions were seven thousand sheep, three thousand camels, five hundred yoke of oxen, five hundred female donkeys, and a very large household, so that this man was the greatest of all the people of the east. And his sons would go and feast in their houses, each on his appointed day, and would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. So it was when the days of feasting had run their course that Job would send and sanctify them, and he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did regularly. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. But now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he shall surely, he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power, only do not lay a hand on his person. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. Now there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother, oldest brother's house, and a messenger came to Job and said the oxen were plowing and the donkeys feeding beside them, when the Sabaeans raided them and took them away. Indeed, they have killed the servants with the edge of the sword, and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another also came and said, The fire of God fell from heaven and burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them, and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another also came and said, The Chaldeans formed three bands, raided the camels and took them all away, yes, and killed the servants with the edge of the sword, and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another also came and said, Your sons and daughters are eating and drinking wine in their older oldest brother's house and suddenly a great wind came from across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house and it fell on the young people and they are dead and i have alone i alone have escaped to tell you then job arose tore his robe shaved his head and shaved his head and he fell to the ground and worshipped and he said naked i came from my mother's womb and naked shall i return there the Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And all this Job did not sin, nor charge God with wrong. Again there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came among them also, among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? And still he holds fast to his integrity, although you have you incited me against him to destroy him without cause. So Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yes, all that a man has will he will give for his life. 
but stretch out your hand now and touch his bone and his flesh, and he shall surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, he is in your hand, but spare his life. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and struck Job with painful boils from the soles, sole of his foot to the crown of his head, and he took for himself a potsherd which, with which to scrape himself while he sat in the midst of the ashes. Then his wife said to him, Do you still hold fast to your integrity, curse God, and die? But he said to her, You speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God, and shall we not accept adversity? In all, all this, in all this, Job did not sin with his lips. Now, when Job's three friends heard of all this adversity that had come upon them, each one came from his own place. Eliphaz, the Temanite, Bildad, the Shushite, and Zophar, the Namthite. For they have made an appointment together to come and mourn with him and to comfort him. And when they raised their eyes from afar and did not recognize him, they lifted their voices and wept. And each one tore his robe and sprinkled dust on his head towards heaven. So they sat down with him on the ground seven days and seven nights, and no one spoke a word to him, for they saw that his grief was very great. After this, Job opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth. And Job spoke and said, May the day perish on which I was born, and the night in which it was said, A male child is conceived. May that day be darkness. May God above not seek it, nor the light shine upon it. May darkness and the shadow of death claim it. May a cloud settle on it. May the blackness of the day terrify it. As for that night, may darkness seize it. May it not rejoice among the days of the year. May it not come into the number of the months. Oh, may that night be barren. May no joyful short shout come into it. May those who curse it, who curse the day, those who are ready to arouse the viathon, may the stars of its morning be dark. May it look for light but have none and not see the dawning of the day. May it not shut up the doors of my mother's womb nor hide sorrow from my eyes. Why did I not die at birth? Why did I not perish when I came from the womb? Why did the knees receive me? Why or why the breasts that I should nurse? For now I would I would have lain still and been quiet. I would have been asleep. Then I would have been at rest with kings and counselors of the earth, who built ruins for themselves, earth princes who had gold who filled their houses with silver. Or why was I not hidden like a stillborn child, like infants who never saw light? There the wicked cease from troubling, and there the weary are at rest. There the prisoners t rest together. They do not hear the voice of the oppressor, the small and great are there, and the servant is free from his master. Why is light given to him who is in misery and life to the bitter of soul, who long for death that it does not come, and who search for it more than hidden treasures, who rejoice exceedingly and are glad when they can find the grave? Why is light given to a man whose way is hidden and from whom God has hedged in? For my sighing comes before I eat, and my groaning pours out like water. For the thing I have I greatly feared has come upon me, which in what I had what I dreaded has happened to me. I am not at ease, nor am I quiet. I have no rest, for trouble comes. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered and said, If one attempts a word with you, will you become weary? But who can withhold himself from speaking? Surely you have instructed many, and you have strengthened weak hands. Your words have upheld him who was stumbling, and you have strengthened the feeble knees. But now it comes upon you, and you are weary. It touches you, and you are troubled. Is not your reverence, your confidence, and the integrity of your ways your hope? Remember now, whoever perished before being innocent. Be remember now, whoever perished being innocent, 
or where were the upright ever cut off? Even as I have seen those who plough iniquity and sow trouble reap the same, by the blast of God they perish, and by the breath of his anger they are consumed. The roaring of the lion, the voice of the fierce lion, and the teeth of the young lion are broken. The old lion perishes through lack of prey, and the cubs of the lioness are scattered. Now a word was secretly brought to me, and my ear received a whisper of it. And disquieting thoughts from the visions of the night, when deep sleep falls on men, fear came upon me in trembling, which made all my bones shake. Then a spirit passed before my face, the hair of my body stood up, it stood still. But I could not discern its appearance. A form was before my eyes. There was silence, and I heard a voice saying, Can a mortal be more righteous than God? Can a man be more pure than his maker? If he puts no trust in his servants, if he charges his angels with error, how much more those who dwell in the houses of clay, whose foundations, whose foundations in the dust, who are crushed before a moth. They are broken in pieces morning from morning till evening. They perish forever with no one regarding. Does not their own excellence go away? They die even without wisdom. Call out now. Is there anyone who will answer you? Into which of the holy ones you will turn? For wrath kills a foolish man, and envy slays a simple one. I have seen the foolish taking root, but suddenly I cursed his dwelling. His sons are far from safety. They are crushed in the gate, and there is no deliverer, because the hungry eat up his harvest, taking it even from the thorns, and a snare catches, snatches their substance, for affliction does not come from the dust, nor does trouble spring from the ground, yet a man is born to trouble as the sparks fly upward. But as for me, I would see God, and to God I would commit my cause, who does great things and unsearchable, marvelous things without number. He gives rain on the earth and sends waters on the fields. He sets on high those who who are lowly, and he and those who mourn are lifted to safety. He frustrates the devices of the crafty, so that their hands cannot carry out their plans. He's, he catches the wise in their own craftiness, and the counsel of the cunning quick, comes quickly upon them. They meet with darkness in the daytime, and grope at noontime as in the, in the night. But he saves the needy from the sword, from the mouth of the mighty, and from their hopes that the poor have hope, and injustice shuts her mouth. Behold, happy is the man whom God corrects. Therefore do not despise the chastening of the Almighty, for he bruises, but he binds up. He wounds, but his hands make whole. He shall deliver you in six troubles. Yes, in seven no evil shall touch you. In famine he shall redeem you from death, and in war from the power of the sword. You shall be hidden from the scourge of the tongue, and you shall not be afraid of destruction when it comes. You shall laugh at destruction and famine, and you shall not be afraid of the beasts of the earth, for you shall have a covenant with the stones of the field, and the beasts of the earth shall be at peace with you. You shall know that your tent is in peace. You shall visit your dwelling and find nothing amiss. You shall also know that your descendants shall be many, and your offspring like the grass of the earth. You shall come to the grave at a full age, and a sheaf of grain ripens in its season. Behold, this is what we, this is, this we have searched out. It is true. Hear it and know it for yourself. Then Job answered and said, Oh, that my grief were fully weighed, and that my and my calamity laid with it on scales, on the scales, for then it would be heavier than the sand of the sea. Therefore my words have been rash, for the arrows of the Almighty are within me, my spirit drinks in their poison, the terrors of God are arrayed against me. Does not does the wild donkey bray when it has grass, or does the ox low over its water? Can flavorless food be eaten without salt? Or is there any taste in the white of an egg? My soul refuses to touch them. They are as loathsome, loathsome food to me. 
Oh, that I might have my request, that God would grant me the thing that I long for, that it would please God to crush me, that he would loosen, loose his hand and cut me off, then I would still have comfort, though in anguish I would exult, he will not spare, for I shall, I have not concealed the words of the Holy One. What strength do I have that I should hope, and what is my end that I should prolong my life? Is my strength the strength of stones, is, or is my flesh bronze? Is my help not within me, and is my is success driven from me? To him who is afflicted, kindness should be shown by his friend, even though he forsakes the fear of the Almighty. And my brothers have dealt deceitfully like a brook, like the streams of the brooks that pass away, which are dark because of ice, the ice, and into which the snow vanishes. When it is warm, they cease to flow. When it is hot, they vanish from their place. The paths of their way turn aside. They go nowhere and perish. The caravans of Tema look. The travelers of Sheba hope for them. They are disappointed because they were confident. They can't. They come there and are confused. For now, you are nothing. You see terror and are afraid. Did I ever say, bring something to me? Or offer a bribe for me from your wealth? Or deliver me from my enemies, the enemy's hand? Or redeem me from the, ho- the hand of the oppressors? Teach me and I will hold my tongue. Cause me to understand wherein I have erred. How forceful are right words. But what does your arguing prove? Do you intend to rebuke my words in the speeches of the desperate one, which are are as wind? Yes, you overwhelm, overwhelm the fatherless, and you undermine your friend. Now, therefore, be pleased to look at me, for I would never lie to your face. Yield now, let there be no injustice. Yes, concede, my righteousness still stands. Is there injustice on my tongue? Cannot my taste discern the unsavory? Is there not a time of hard service for man on earth? Are not his days also like the days of a hired man, like a servant who earnestly desires the shade, and like a hired man who eagerly looks for his wages? So I have been allotted months of utility, and where some nights have been appointed to me, when I lie down, I say, when I shall arise, and the night be ended. For I have had my fill of tossing till dawn, my flesh is caked with worms and dust, my skin is cracked and breaks out afresh. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle, and my are spent without hope. Oh, remember that my life is a breath. My eyes, my eye will never see good. The eye of him who sees me will see me no more. While your eyes are upon me, I shall longer be, as the clouds disappear and vanishes away. So he goes, who goes down to the grave, does not come up. He shall never return to his house, nor shall his place be known to him, known him any more. Therefore, I will not restrain my mouth. I will speak in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. Am I a sea or a sea serpent that you set a guard over me? Then I will say, my bed will comfort me. My couch will ease my complaint. Then you scare me with dreams and terrify me with vision, so that my soul chooses strangling and my death rather than my body. I loathe my life. I would not live forever. Let me alone, for all my days are but a breath. What is man that you should exalt him, that you should set your heart on him, and that you should visit him every morning and test him at every moment? How long will you not look away from me and let me alone till I swallow my saliva? Have I sinned? What have I done to you, O watcher of men? Why have you set me set why have you set me as your target, so that I am a burden to myself? Why then did you do you not pardon my transgression and take away my iniquity? For now I will lie down in the dust, and you will seek me. You will seek me diligently, but I will no longer be. Then Bildad the Shehite answered and said, How long will you speak these things? And the words of your mouth be like a strong wind. Does God subvert judgment, or does the 
Almighty pervert justice. If your sons have sinned against him, he has cast them away for their transgression. If you would earnestly seek God and make your supplication to the Almighty, if you were pure and upright, surely now he would awake for you and prosper your rightful dwelling place. Though your beginning was small, yet your latter end would increase abundantly. For inquire, please, of the former age, and consider the things discovered by their fathers, for they were born yesterday and know nothing, because our days on earth are a shadow. They will not teach you and tell you in utter words from their heart. Can the papyrus grow without a marsh? Can the reeds flourish without water? While it is yet green and not cut down, it withers before any other plant. So are the paths of all who forget God, and the hope of the hypocrite shall perish, whose confidence will be shut off, and those whose trust is a spider web. He leans on his house, but it does not stand. He holds it fast, but it does not endure. He grows green in the sun, and his branches spread out in the garden. His garden, his roots wrap around the rock heap and look for a place in the stones. If he is destroyed from his place, then it will deny him, saying, I have not seen you. Behold, this is the joy of his way, and out of the earth others will grow. Behold, God will not cast away the blameless, nor will he uphold the evildoers. Yet he he will yet fill your mouth with laughing and your lips with rejoicing. Those who hate you will be clothed with shame, and the dwelling place of the wicked will come to nothing. Then Job answered and said, Truly it is so, but how can a man be righteous before God? If one wished to contend with him, he could not answer him one time out of a thousand. God is wise in heart and mighty in strength. He who has hardened himself against him and prospered. He removes the mountains, and they do not know when he overturns them in his anger. He shakes the earth out of its place, and its pillars tremble. He commands the sun, and it does not rise. He seals off the stars. He alone spreads out the heavens and treads on the waves of the sea. He made the bear, Orion, and the Pleiades, and the chambers of the south. He does great things past finding out, yes, wonders without number. If he goes by me, I do not see him. If he moves past, I can I do not perceive him. If he takes away, who can hinder him? Who can say to him, what are you doing? God will not withdraw his anger. The allies of the proud lie prostrate beneath him. How then can I answer them? Or how can I answer him and choose my words to reason with him? For though I were righteous, I could not anger him. I could not answer him. I would beg mercy of my judge if I called and he answered me. I would not believe that he was listening to my voice, and he, for he crushes me with a tempest and multiplies my word wounds without cause. He will not allow me to catch my breath, but fills me with bitterness. If it is a matter of strength, indeed he is strong, and if it is of justice, he will appoint my day in court. Though I were righteous, my own mouth would condemn me. Though I were blameless, it would prove me perverse. I am blameless, yet I do not know myself. I despise my life, if it is all one thing. Therefore I say he destroys the blameless and the wicked. If the scourge slays suddenly, he laughs at the plight of the innocent. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. He covers the faces with the, of its judges. If it is not he, who else could it be? Now my days are swifter than a runner. They flee away, they see no good. They pass by like swift ships, like an eagle swooping on its prey. If I say, I will forget my complaint, I will put off my sad face and wear a smile. I am afraid of my sufferings. I know that you will not hold me innocent. If I am condemned, why then do I labor in vain? If I wash myself with snow water and cleanse my hands with soap, yet you will plunge me into the pit, and my clothes, my own clothes will abhor me. For he is not a man as I am, that I may answer him, and that we should go to court together. Nor is there any mediator between us who may lay his hand on us both. Let him take his rod away from me, and do not let dread of him terrify me. 
Then I would speak and not fear him, but it is not so with me. My soul loathes my life. I will give free course to my complaint. I will speak in the bitterness of my soul. I will say to God, do not condemn me. Show me why you contend with me. Does it seem good to you that you should oppress, that you should despise the work of your hands and smile on the counsel of the wicked? Do you have eyes of flesh, or do you see as man sees? Are your days like the days of a mortal man? Are your years like the days of a mighty man, that you should seek seek for my iniquity and search out my sin? Although you know that I am not wicked, and there is no one who can deliver from your hand. Your hands have made me and fashioned me in intricate unity. Yet you would destroy me. Remember, I pray that you have made me like clay, and you will turn me into dust again. Did you not pour me out like milk, and curdle me like cheese? Clothe me with skin and flesh, and knit me together with bones and sinews? You have granted me life and favor, and your care has preserved my life. And these things you have hidden in your heart, and I know this this was with you, that if I sin, then you mark me, and you will not acquit me of my iniquity. If I am wicked, woe to me. Even if I am righteous, I cannot lift up my head. I am full of disgrace. See my misery. If my head is exalted, you hunt me like a fierce lion. And again, you show yourself awesome against me. You renew your witnesses against me and increase your indignation towards me. Changes and war are ever with me. Why then have you brought me out of the womb? Oh, that I should, that I had perished and no eye had ever seen me, had seen me. I would have been as though I had not been. I would have been carried from the womb to the grave. Are not my days few? Cease, leave me alone, that I may take a little comfort before I go to the place from which I shall not return, to the land of darkness and the shadow of death, as land is dark and darkness itself, as the shadow of death without any order, or even the light is like darkness. And Zephyr the Namathite answered and said, Should not the multitude of words be answered, and should a man full of talk be vindicated? Should your empty talk make men hold their peace? And when you mock, should no one rebuke you? For you have said, My doctrine is pure, and I am clean in your eyes. But oh, that Lord God, oh, that God, but oh, that God would speak and open his lips against you, that he would show you the secrets of wisdom, for they would have double your prudence. Know therefore that God exacts from you less than your iniquity deserves. Can you search out the deep things of God? Can you find out the limits of the Almighty? They are higher than heaven. What can you do deeper than Sheol? What can you know? Their measure is longer than the earth and broader than the sea. If he passes by, imprisons and ju- gathers to judgment, then who can hinder him? For he knows deceitful men. He seeks w- wickedness also. He sees wickedness also. Will he not then consider it? For an empty-headed man will be wise, while the wild donkey colt is born a man. If you would prepare your heart and stretch out your hand towards him, if iniquity were in your hand and you put it far away and would not let wickedness dwell in your tents, then surely you could lift up your face without spot. Yes, you could be steadfast and not fear because you would forget your misery and remember as it as waters that have passed away and your life would be brighter than noonday. Though you were dark, you would be like the morning and you would be secure because there is hope. Yes, you would dig around you and take in your rest and safety. You would also lie down and no one would make you afraid. Yes, many would court your favor, but the eyes of the wicked will fail and they shall escape in their hope, loss of life. And Job answered and said, No doubt 
you are the people and wisdom will die with you, but I will have understanding as well as you, and I am not inferior to you. Indeed, who does not know such things as these? I am mocked, one mocked by his friends who called on God, and he answered him, the just and blameless who is ridiculed. A lamp is despised in the thought of one who is at ease. It is made ready for those whose feet slip. The tents of robbers prosper, and those who provoke God are secure in what God provides by his hand. But now ask the beast, and they will teach you, and the birds of the air, and they will tell you, or speak to the earth, and it will teach you, or in the fish of the sea will explain to you, who among all these does know that the hand of God, the Lord has done this, in whose hand is the life of every living thing, and the breath of all mankind. Does not the ear, ear test words, and the mouth taste its food? Wisdom is with aged men, and with length of days understanding. With him are wisdom and strength. He has counsel and understanding. If he breaks a thing down, it cannot be rebuilt. If he imprisons a, imprisons a man, there can be no release. If he withholds the waters, they dry up. If he sends them out, they overwhelm the earth. With him are strength and prudence. The deceived and the deceiver are his. He leads counselors away, plundered, and makes fools of the judges. He loosens the bonds of kings and binds their way with a belt. He leads princes away, plundered, and overthrows the mighty. He despises, deprives the trusted ones of speech, and he takes away the discernment of the elders. He pours contempt on princes and disarms the mighty. He uncovers deep things out of the darkness and brings a shadow of death to light. He makes nations great and destroys them. He enlarges nations and guides them. He takes away the understanding of the chiefs of the people of the earth and makes them wander in a pathless wilderness. They grow up in the darkness without light, and he makes them stagger like a drunken man. Behold, my eye has seen all this. My ear has heard and understood it. What you know, I also know. I am not inferior to you, but I would speak to the Almighty, and I desire to reason with God. But you, foragers of lies, you are worth all worthless physicians. Oh, that you should would be silent, and it would be your wisdom. Now hear my reasoning, and heed the pleading of, pleadings of my lips. And will, will you speak wickedly for God, and talk deceitfully for him? Will you show partiality for him? Will you contend for God? Will it be well when he searches you out? Or can you mock him as one mocks a man? He will surely rebuke you if you secretly show partiality. Will not his excellence make you afraid and the dread of him fall upon you? Your platitudes are proverbs of ashes. Your defenses are defenses of clay. Hold your peace with me and let me speak. Then let, then let come on me what may. Why do I take my flesh and my teeth and put my life in my hands? Though he slay me, yet I trust him. I will trust him, yet will I trust him. Even so, I will defend my own ways before him. He also shall be my salvation, for a hypocrite could not come before him. Listen carefully to my speech and to my declarations with your ears. See, now I have prepared my case. I know what I shall be vindicated. Who is he who will contend with me? If now I hold my tongue, I perish. Only two things do not do to me. Then I will hide, not hide myself from you. Withdraw your hand from, far from me, and let not the dread of you make me afraid. Then call, and I will answer, or let me speak, and you will respond to me. How many are my iniquities and sins? Make me know, make me know my transgression and my sin. Why do you hide your face and regard me as your enemy? Will you frighten a leaf driven to and fro? Will you pursue dry stubble? Strubble? Dry stubble? For you will write bitter things against me and make me inherit the iniquities of my youth. You will you put my feet in the stocks and watch closely all my paths. You will set, you set a limit for the soles of my feet. Man decays like a rotten thing, like a garment that is moth-eaten. 
man who is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble he comes forth like a flower and fades away he flees like a shadow and does not continue and you do you open your eyes on such a one and bring me to judgment with yourself who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean no one since his days are determined the number of his months is with you you have appointed his limits so he cannot pass look away from him away from him that he may rest like a hired man he finishes his day for there is hope for a tree if it is cut down that it will sprout again and that its tender shoots will not cease though its root may grow old in the earth and its stump may die in the ground yet at the scent of water it will bud and bring forth branches like a plant but man dies and is laid away indeed he is he breathes his last and whereas he is water disappears from the sea and a river becomes parched and dries up. So man lies down and does not rise till the heavens are no more, and they will not awake nor be roused from their sleep. Oh, that you would hide from me in the grave, that you would conceal me until your wrath is past, that you would appoint me a set time and remember me. If a man die, shall he live again. All the days of my hard service I will wait till my change comes. You shall call and I will answer you. You shall desire the work of your hands. For now you number my steps, but you do not watch over my sin. My transgression is sealed up in a bag, and you cover my iniquity. But as a mountain falls and crumbles away, and as a rock is moved from its place, as water wears away stones, and as torrents wash away the soil of the earth, so you destroy the hope of man. You prevail forever against him, and he passes on. You change his countenance and send him away. His sons come to honor, and he does not know it. They are brought low, and he does not perceive it. But his flesh will be in pain over it, and his soul will mourn over it. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered and said, Should a wise man answer with empty knowledge and fill himself with the east wind? Should he reason with unprofitable talk or by his spe or by speeches with which he can do no good? Yes, you can you cast off fear and restrain prayer before God. For your iniquity teaches your mouth, and you choose the tongue of the crafty. Your own mouth con condemns you, and I, yes, your your own lips testify against you. Are you the first man who was born, or were you made before the hills? Have you heard the counsel of God? Do you limit wisdom to yourself? What do you know that we do not know? What do you understand that is not in us? Both the gray-haired and the aged are among us much older than your father. Are the consolations of God too small for you, and the words were spoken gently with you? Why does why does your heart carry you away, and why what do your eyes wink at, that you turn your spirit against God, and let such words go out of your mouth? What is man, that he could be pure, and who is born of a woman, that he could be righteous? If God puts no one trust and no trust in his saints, and the heavens are not pure in his sight, how much less man, who is abominable and filthy, who drinks iniquity like water? I will tell you and hear me. I will tell you, hear me, what I have seen. I will declare what wise men have told, not hiding anything received from their fathers, to whom alone the land was given and no alien passed among them. The wicked man rides with pain all his days, and the number of years is hidden from the oppressor. Dreadful sounds are in his ears, and prosperity the destroyer will come upon him. He does not believe that he will return from darkness, for a sword is waiting for him. He wanders about for bread, saying, Where is it? He knows that a day of darkness is ready at his hand. Trouble and anguish make him afraid. They overpower him like a king ready for battle, for he stretches out his hand against God and acts defiantly against the Almighty, running stubbornly against him with a strong embossed shield. 
though he has covered his face with fat, fat his fatness and made his waist heavy with fat, he dwells in desolate cities and houses which no one inhibits, which are destined to become ruins. He will not be rich, nor will his wealth continue, nor will his possessions overspread the earth. He will not depart from darkness. The flame dry out, the flame dry out his branches, and by the breath of his mouth will he will go away. Let him not trust in futile things, deceiving himself, for futility will be his reward. It will be accomplished before his time, and his branch will not be green. He will shake off his unripe grape like a vine, and cast off his blossom, blossom like an olive tree. For the company of hypocrites will be barren, and fire will consume the tons of bribery. They conceive trouble and bring forth futility. Their womb prepares deceit. Then Job answered and said, I have heard many such things. Miserable comforters are you all. Shall words of wind have an end, or what provokes you that you answer? I also could speak as you do. If your soul were in my soul's place, I could heap up words against you and shake my head at you. But I would strengthen you with my mouth, and the comfort of my lips would relieve your grief. Though I speak, my grief is not relieved, and if I remain silent, how am I eased? But now he has worn me out. You have made me have made desolate all my company you have shriveled up me and it is a witness against me my leanness rises up against me and bears witness to my face he tears me in his wrath and hates me he gnashes at my me with his teeth my adversary sharpens his gaze on me they gape on me with their mouth they strike me reproachfully on the cheek they gather together against me god has ter- delivered me to the ungodly and turned me over to the hands of the wicked. I was at ease, but he has shattered me. He also has taken me by my neck and shaken me to pieces. He has set me up for his target. His archers surround me. He, he pierces my heart and does not pity. He pours out my gall on the ground. He breaks me with wound upon wound. He runs at me like a warrior. I have sewn sackcloth over my skin. I lay my head in the dust. My face is flushed from weeping. And on my eyelids is the shadow of death, although no violence is in my hands, and my prayer is pure. Or if do not cover my blood, and let my my cry have no resting place, surely even now my witness is in heaven, and my evidence is on high. My friends scorn me, my eyes pour out tears to God. O that one may plead for a man with God, as a man pleads for his neighbor. For when a few years are finished, I shall go away with no return." My spirit is broken, my days are extinguished, the grave is ready for me. Are not mark- mockers with me? It was not my eye dwell on their provocation. Now put down a pledge for me with yourself, he who, is, he who will shake hands with me. For you have have hidden their heart from understanding, therefore do not you will not exalt them. He who speaks flattery to his friends, even the eyes of his children will fail. But he who is made a byword of the people, and I shall have become one in whose face men spit. My eye has also grown dim because of sorrow, and all my members are like shadows. Upright men are astonished at this, and the innocent stirs himself up against the hypocrite. Yet the righteous will hold to his way, and he who he who has clean hands will be stronger and stronger. But please come back again, all of you, for I shall not find one wise man among you. My days are past, my purposes are broken off. Even the thoughts of my heart, they change that night, they change the night into day. The light is near, they say, in the face of darkness. If I wait for the grave as my house, if I make my bed in the darkness, if I have no, if I have, if I say to corruption, you are my father, and to the worm, you are my mother, my sister, where is my hope? 
for as for my hope, who can see it? Will they go down to the gates of Sheol? Shall we rest? Shall we have rest together in the dust? Then Bildad the Shuashite answered and said, How long till you put an end to words, gain understanding, and afterwards we will speak? Why are we counted as beasts and regarded as stupid in your sight? You who tear yourself in anger, shall the earth be forsaken for you, or shall the rock be removed from its place? The light of the wicked indeed goes out, and the flame of his fire does not shine. The light is dark in his tent, and his lamp beside him is put out. The steps of his strength are shortened, and his own counsel casts him down. For he is cast into a net by his own feet, and he walks into a snare. The net takes him by the heel, and a snare lays hold of him. A noose is hidden for him on the ground, and a trap for him in the road. Terrors frighten him on every side, and drive him to his feet. His strength is starved, and destruction is ready at his sight. It devours patches of his skin. The first point of death devours his limbs. He is uprooted from the shelter of his tent, and they parade him before the kings of terror. terrors. They dwell at his tent, who are none of his. Brimstone is scattered on his dwelling. His roots are dried out below, and his branches wither above. Withers above. And the memories of him perishes from the earth. And he has no name among the renowned. He is driven from light into darkness and chased out of the world. He has neither sun nor prosperity among his people, nor any remaining in his dwelling. Those in the west are astonished at his day, and those in the east are frightened. Surely such are the dwelling of the wicked, and this is the place of him who does not know God. Then Job answered and said, How long will you torment my soul and break me in pieces with words? These ten times you have reproached me. You are not ashamed that you have wronged me, and if I indeed, if indeed I have erred, my error remains with me. If indeed you exalt yourselves against me and plead my disgrace against me, know that God, know then that God has wronged me and has surrounded me with His net. If I cry out concerning wrong, I am not hurt. If I cry out, there is no justice. He has fenced up my way, so I cannot pass. And he has set darkness in my past. He has stripped me of my glory and taken the crown from my head. He breaks me down on every side and I am gone. He is, my hope has, he has uprooted like a tree and he has also kindled his wrath against me. And he counts me as one of his enemies. His troops come together and they build up the road against me. They encamp all around my tent. He has removed my brothers far from me and my acquaintances are completely estranged from me. My relatives have failed and my close friends have forgotten me. Those who dwell in my house and my maidservants count me as a stranger. I am an alien in their sight. I call my servant, but he gives no answer. I beg him with my mouth. My breath is offensive to my wife, and I am repulsive to the children of my own body. Even young children despise me. I arise, and they speak against me. All my close friends abhor me, and those whom I love have turned against me. My bones cling to my skin and to my flesh, and I have escaped by the skin of my teeth. Have pity on me, have pity on me, O you, my friends, for the hand of God has struck me. Why do you persecute me as God does, and are not satisfied with my flesh? Although my words are written, although they were inscribed in a book, that they were engraved on a rock with an iron pen and lead forever, for I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth, and after my skin is destroyed, this I know, that in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself. And my eyes shall behold, and not another, how my heart yearns within me. If you should say, How shall we prosecute, persecute him? Since the root of the matter is found in me, be afraid of the words for your, of the sword for yourselves. For wrath brings the punishment of the sword, that you may know there is a judgment. 
And Zophar, the Namathite, answered and said, Therefore my anxious thoughts make me answer because of the turmoil within me. I have heard the rebuke that reproaches me, and the spirit of my understanding causes me to answer. Do you not know this of old, since man has was placed on earth, that the triumphing of the wicked is short, and that the joy of the hypocrite is but for a moment, though his haughtiness mounts up to heaven, and his head reaches to the clouds, yet he will perish forever like his own refuse? Those who have seen him will say, Where is he? He will fly away like a dream and not be found. Yes, he will be chased away like a vision of the night. The eye that has seen him will see him no more, nor will his place behold him any more. His children will seek the favor of the poor, and his hands will restore his wealth. His bones are full of his youthful vigor, but it will lie down with him in the dust. Though evil is sweet in his mouth, and he hides it under his tongue, though he spares it and does not forsake it, but will still keeps it in his mouth, Yet his food and his stomach turn sour, it becomes cobra venom within him. He swallows down riches and vomits them up again. God casts them out of his belly. He will suck the poison of cobras. The viper's tongue will slay him. He will not see the streamers, the rivers flowing with honey and cream. He will restore that for which he labored. He will not and will not swallow it down from the proceeds of business, for he will get no enjoyment. For he has oppressed and forsaken the poor. He has violently seized a house which he did not build. Because he knows no quietness in his heart, he will not save anything he desires. Nothing is left for him to eat. Therefore his well-being will not last. In his, in his self-sufficiency he will be in distress. Every hand of misery will come against him. When he is about to fill, it, fill his stomach, God will cast out cast on him the fury of his wrath and will, it will, and will rain it on him while he was eating. He will flee from the iron weapon, a bronze bow will pierce him through. It is drawn and comes out of the body, yes, the glittering point comes out of his gall, terror comes upon him, total darkness is reserved for his treasures, and unfanned fire will consume him. It will go ill with him who is left in his tent, the heavens will reveal his iniquity, and the earth will rise against him. The increase of his house will depart, and his goods will flow away in the day of his wrath. This is the portion from God for a wicked man, the heritage appointed to him by God. Then Job answered and said, Listen carefully to my speech, and let this be let this be your consolation. Bear with me while I may speak, and after I have spoken, keep mocking. As for me, is my complaint against man? As if and if it were, why should I not be impatient? Look at me and be astonished. Put your hand over your mouth, even when I remember I am terrified and trembling takes hold of my flesh. Why did the wicked live and become old? Yes, become mighty in power. Their descendants are established with them in their sight, and their offspring before their eyes. Their houses are safe from fear. Neither is the rod of God upon them. Their bull breeds without failure. Their cow calves, cow calves without miscarriage. They send forth their little ones like a flock, and their children dance. They sing to the tambourine and harp, and rejoice to the sound of the flute. They spend their days in wealth, and in a moment go down to the grave. Yet they say to God, Depart from us. For we do not desire the knowledge of your ways. Who is the Almighty that we should serve him? And what profit do we have if we pray to him? Indeed, their prosperity is not in their hands. In their hand, the counsel of the wicked is far from me. How often is the lamp of the wicked put out? How often does their destruction come upon them? The sorrows God distributes in his anger. They are like straw before the wind and like chaff in a storm, a storm carries away. They say God lays up one's iniquity for his children. Let him reco recompense him that he may know it, and that let his eyes see his destruction. Let his eyes see his destruction, and let him drink of the wrath of the Almighty. For what does he care about his household after him? 
when the number of his months is cut in half. Can anyone teach God knowledge, since he judges those on high? One dies in his full strength, being wholly at ease and secure. His pails are full of milk, and the marrow of his bones is moist. Another man dies in the bitterness of his soul, not having eaten with pleasure. They lie down alike in dust, and worms cover them. Look, I know your thoughts, and the schemes with which you would wrong me. For you say, Where is the house of the prince, and where is the tent, the dwelling place of the wicked? Have you not asked those who travel the road, and do not know their signs? For the wicked are reserved for the day of doom. They shall be brought out on the day of wrath, who condemns his way to his face, and who repays him for what he has done. Yet he shall be brought to the grave, and a vigil, a vigil kept over in the tomb. The clods of the valley shall be sweet to him, a ruin shall follow him, as countless have gone before him. How then can you comfort me with empty words, since falsehood remains in your answers?'